0: Hello, hi everybody. Welcome to Football in General. It's Rob Cates. And Trevor Koppel. Trevor, did you get $51.5 million guaranteed from the Buffalo Bills? Uh, no, no, my name is not Von Miller. <laughs> <laughs> but let me ask you this. Are you worth any signing bonus? Sign on at the, at the time of signing. Are you worth anything?
1: Well, you know, if Von Miller's worth 51 I think I'm worth
0: uh, at least... Two or three <laughs> I tell you, I think you're more of a, a veteran prove it kind of guy, like you need like like you you need the the motivation to, to, to play your heart out, Trevor that's, to go that's out there always, every day and just that's always been my problem is motivation <laughs> I, so I tell you, you know uh, if anything, uh I might be motivated to get back onto the field after seeing the numbers in free agency this week. Good God. Uh, I think we mentioned it last week. It was going to be an arms race uh, in the AFC West. It turns out the AFC in general is an arms race. Is that fair to say? Uh, it is fair to say, but also I think
1: especially the AFC West. I mean, wow, some of the moves that, that have happened in the last uh, seven days have just been incredible.
0: Well, before we get to arms race, figuratively, let's get into arms race, literally. Tom Brady's back. <laughs>
1: Tom Brady is back. I'll, I'll admit that it's, you know, it's not unbelievable to me. I was a little surprised. Um, I just figured that uh, that you know, at his age, with the career he's had, to to say I'm done, I thought I thought he was done. Um, but uh, also, I I can't say my jaw hit the floor when when he announced that he was coming back. Um, and it certainly. Uh, changes things, you know. We we've been talking for weeks now about how, you know, quarterback depraved, depraved, deprived, quarterback deprived. This league is, and uh, you know, arguably, inarguably, the greatest quarterback of all time
0: is coming back for one more year. Um, <clears throat> I can't help but wonder, like, what 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 do you think happened here? Do you think he went to the Buffalo? I mean, the uh, the Tampa Bay ownership and was like, listen. I want to get traded to San Francisco. And they were just like, no. Okay, I'm going to leave for six weeks. And he was like, I kind of still want to play. <laughs> like, I guess I'll have to come back to Tampa. Or what, what kind of scenario do you think sparked this return?
1: You know, it, it really could be anything. It, it definitely could be
0: that... Well, let's just say figurative speaking. Go with your gut here, Trevor. I don't, I don't want an objective answer. Give me something that you think happened. I Give us a hot take. I here. think
1: that he changed his mind.
0: I, I think he thought he was done, and then you know he gets a
1: little bit of recovery. Uh, you know, feel, feels uh, you know feels the the rebound physically from the season,
0: and thinks you know I want to play more football. I, you don't think I, it had anything to do with like a deterioration of a relationship with Bruce Arians, or not wanting to be in Tampa anymore, or just kind of being like his, the diva he is. <laughs> Somebody right. that he such, would sit out a, for six weeks.
1: Such a diva. Um, you know. I, I, I think all those things factor in, but if you're asking me for what I really think was the situation, I think that he changed his mind. I don't think no. it was a tactic. God. I'm not, I'm not saying it. that I don't think he... Would Tom Brady love to finish his career with the roster that is available in the team he grew up cheering for, San Francisco 49ers? Of course. I'm not going to debate that. Definitely he'd jump all over that. Um, but I don't think that uh, – I, I think he thought he was done.
0: Is he's boys simple? with Kyle Shanahan. He's what? He's boy, uh, Sorry, he's boys with John Lynch. Not, he's not boys with Kyle Shanahan. He's boys with John Lynch. Sure. As far as I know. you know That makes and, sense. <clears throat> um, New England Patriots reporter Burt Breer, um, which great reporter, in case you're going to look him up anywhere. And he's real that's a real person's name, um, it's not me, <laughs> uh, you know, as a him or anything, um, reported that he's really close with John Lynch, not so close with Kyle Shanahan. And at the end of the day, I can't help but think there's uh, something to be said about him trying to jostle some sort of position out of Tampa Bay because he had a falling out of Bruce Arians or something happened, you know. Gronk, made it, Gronk hit on his wife, I don't know. Just looking for something, Trevor. Come on.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I mean, that would be a juicy scoop. But uh, yeah. I, I don't think it was anything as dramatic as that.
0: <sighs> We're here for the takes. The people want the takes. They want Maybe. them scooped up like ice cream on a, on a Sunday. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like, you know, if I'm Brady, why wait six weeks? Why not wait until August? Why not wait until July? To what? To say he's coming back? Yeah. Why now? Well, why why would he wait that long? He doesn't have to go to camp. He doesn't have to train any he isn't at the he has no obligation to go camp. He just strings this thing out. The speculation gets worse and worse. And he the ball keep continues to go further in his court if he I doesn't show up. I think you're confusing him with uh,
1: you know, one of my least favorite quarterbacks. <laughs> Uh he's not Aaron Rodgers. I I think he's back because he changed his mind and if he wants to compete the way he always has, he's not gonna miss a single OTA. He's gonna put in
0: the work. I'm trying to trying to take hostage you right now. I'm backing <laughs> you in a corner, I'm making you say something.
1: <laughs> no, I'm you, you wanna make take me the water say something.
0: Out. He's, yeah. he's
1: not the drama queen that Aaron Rodgers is. Um uh, listen,
0: I'm taking the water out. We're waterboarding you until you say something. <laughs> <laughs> so I I just think, and I don't know Tom. I, you know, he's a great, probably a great guy. You know, probably I just a great he, he, guy, probably yeah. a great guy, probably. I don't know. Who knows? <clears throat>
1: Who does know? These are these are celebrities. They don't live on the same planet as guys like you and I.
0: But uh, yeah, well, he's, no, he's
1: probably a good guy.
0: <laughs> probably a good guy. However, um, you know, he's been known to do things, especially in the last few years, and his family's guilty of this too. To be. To be honest, r- rather polarizing, and on purpose. So, as far as I'm concerned, I think there was something to do with Arians. I don't know if he's going to be there next season. Bruce Arians, not Tom Brady. And who knows? Maybe he gets traded to San Francisco. I'm just saying, it's an arms racing quarterbacks. You know, he's coming back to Tampa. I I just can't feel confident that he's going to be there long term. I could be wrong. I, I wouldn't
1: be confident that Brady's going to be anywhere long term because he's. Gonna be forty five when the next
0: season starts. Well, I, yeah, I mean maybe he plays in the USFL. Okay, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't know. Or that, he goes to WWE. That would be that would be okay? incredible. Um, yeah, not, wow, not likely to happen.
1: Not but, likely to happen. Yeah, but like, yeah. could you imagine anything better happening
0: to the USFL? <laughs> I mean, we've seen leagues in the past pull like star players. That was like in the seventies, and that was like Larry Zonka and like Mercury Morris and all those like a hole. Miami Dolphins players from that era. Um, you know, it's not gonna happen, but I, I can't help it you know, I'm just here to stir the pot. Of course he's <laughs> listening. You know, that's why I'm really doing it. <laughs> right, so right. So, Tom Brady's back. Um, what was your let me ask you this, what was your like guttural reaction to the news? Were you uh excited? Were you you know? Oh well, my, my guttural did- reaction is I hope he goes out with a Super Bowl win.
1: Because oh, uh, at this point, even someone like myself, who hated him for more than a decade, and then was lukewarm, and then and I became a big fan with him in Tampa Bay the year before last year. Um, I, mean, I, I you know Matthew Stafford with the Rams was my guy all year last season, but even it was even hard for me to root for them when they played Tom Brady in the playoffs because at a certain point, you just you have to appreciate the living legend that Tom Brady is. Um it's it's just absolutely incredible. And part of me really wants to see him go out with an eighth Super Bowl win and walk away into the sunset.
0: Fine. Fine.
1: <laughs> that that's my I, guttural reaction. It's fine. like, ooh, maybe he'll win a Super Bowl one more time.
0: I I couldn't help okay, yes, I love Brady. Listen, I'm from New England. Uh gave us six Super Bowl titles, right? With nine Super Bowls. Who's counting? Um and I couldn't help but feel like I'm just kind of tired of him. I'm a little tired of him.
1: No, I can see that. I can see that. And just, I would be tired of him, too, if we had more young quarterbacks that we knew, than we knew what to do with. But that is, that's the opposite of reality. Right now, there are not enough young, good quarterbacks to go around. So I welcome Tom Brady back for one more season.
0: Oh, fair. Well, at least it, it, it will be compelling. If anything, it'll be just entertaining he's back. He's in the NFC South. He'll win that again. There's no question about that. Um, He always wins. He wins everything. (laughs) (laughs) This is what he does. (laughs) So, right. And, um, you know, he'll end up in the playoffs and maybe the NFC Championship game. And speaking of NFC Championship games and players who have been there, but maybe may not win it this year uh, because they're in a different conference, but that has nothing to do with my take here in a second. Devontae Adams, an hour before we came on on the air here, and it's a Thursday night we're recording this, and 6.21 right now, Arizona time. Um, Wow. He wanted out, and uh, it happened really quickly. Is that fair to say?
1: I mean, it is fair to say, because I didn't even know that he had made a statement like that. I thought that uh, the whole picture was... Aaron Rodgers will stay, and, and if Devontae Adams stays, that really helps Rodgers' decision to commit to the Packers. Then Rodgers gets a big payday, and and I'm shocked that Devontae Adams is being traded. Um, I, I think, you know, m- all this speculation on whether or not Rodgers would end up somewhere, my, my take was always, you know, the, the Packers aren't going to trade him in the NFC. Aaron Rodgers would be a fool to go play. In a stacked AFC division somewhere, when he can dominate the NFC North the way he has his almost his entire career, uh, so the thing that makes the most sense for both is for him to stay there and and try to, you know, get back to the Super Bowl. But uh, but man, without Devontae Adams, and and I know that that there are answers for this for the for the Packers, but man, they they took a real hit. They they're keeping the same quarterback. He's a great quarterback. But he got more expensive, and now no more number one. I mean, Devontae Adams, uh, depending on how you look at it, he either is or almost is the best wide receiver in the league right now. Uh, so to not have him with Tom Brady or with uh, Aaron Rodgers, that's huge in my opinion. I know that they can draft some great young talent. And there's free agents out there, but it, you cannot deny the chemistry. That exists between Rodgers and Adams and that's gone now
0: so um, if you're in Rodgers like uh, well he he must have known a little bit right I mean he has like communication with Devontae Adams he has obviously signed a, uh, a long extension by a lot of counts with Green Bay like it's not like he didn't sign this without maybe knowing right I have no idea but, damn it, uh, just give me a, just give me a take.
1: No, I'm going to waterboard sort of you till thing. you give me what, a damn take. What t- I'll say is that man, it's going to yeah. be interesting now to see who they are without the other. And you know, right. what what's Devonte Adams stat line going to look like next year playing for Derek Carr? What what kind of season is uh Aaron Rodgers going to have possibly uh throwing it to a a rookie wide receiver one? Um you just you just don't know. And uh it's it, it's going to have, I think it's going to have big impacts on the NFC and the AFC.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, it, so who does, in terms of impact, who does Green Bay replace them with? I mean, they have four picks in the top 60. Also, before we get to that, a first and second round pick for Devontae Adams and then $28 million a year for five years. Is that a lot for a guy that you don't know how he plays when Aaron Rodgers isn't on the field?
1: So what what that says to me is that they really believe in Derek Carr. And I'm not saying yeah. that I agree with them. but uh, And I'm not saying that I don't. I'm very interested to see what it's going to be like for the Raiders next season, especially in such a difficult division. I mean, it was already a really tough division, and now it, it might emerge as the standout toughest division in football. We just don't know yet. but uh, But, man, it's... It's uh it's gonna be interesting to watch these AFC West matchups next season.
0: Well and, and here's an interesting scenario, right? Derek Carr played with uh Devontae Adams in college, at Fresno State. Oh yeah,
1: Fresno State. It's,
0: right. So uh, so I guess you could say like if anybody's he's gonna go to, like this is the one guy that's gonna have not as much um reperto- uh like you know uh uh repertoire or confidence in him as Aaron Rodgers does, but like hey <laughs> put him with your uh your college quarterback, roommate, best friend. And no, uh, see how it goes first.
1: An old familiarity there. Uh, I saw something. I think he caught uh, like thirty-eight touchdowns in two years from Derek Carr. So, well, uh, let's, the chemistry yeah. there.
0: <laughs> let's go. Let's go back to the conversation. Twenty and a half over five years. First round pick. Second round pick. This year's draft. Is that too much for you?
1: I I, I think I answered that. I, I it, time will tell.
0: Time with him. Um, okay. Because I mean, neither of us if, really if believe you, in the draft. If
1: you think he is the number <laughs> one receiver in the league, which I was yeah. always reluctant to because, you know, Packers. Um, but but if he is that guy, even if he's just uh, what you want to call a top three, uh, I think the position that the Raiders are in and, the you know, trying to be competitive, uh, a lot of people still think even now with Devonta Adams, and the other free agent moves that they've made, which are significant, uh, that they're still the fourth best team in that conference. Um, so I think uh, I think that they look at this as the place, the opportunity to go big and have a shot at competing with the Chiefs, competing with the Russell Wilson led Broncos, and competing with uh, you know Justin Herbert and the Chargers. So. Uh, well- whether or yeah. not it turns out to be worth the money, I really do applaud this move. I, I and, mm. and I'm not a big Raiders fan, I'm not, I'm not a big AFC West guy, but uh, but I, I applaud this move. I think it's uh, you know how do I say it? it's 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 chutzpah. you know what I mean? It's cojones. It, it's putting them on the table. So I uh, I think it's uh, it's a great move for the Raiders.
0: Vegas goes from twenty uh, was it? Uh, I'm looking at the odds right now, sixty to one. To fifty to one uh, to win the Super Bowl, twenty five to one they win the AFC, and they still had the fourth best odds to win the AFC West at seven to one. Those didn't yeah. change at all. So they only, only moved slightly. So if you're talking about a guy, and obviously time will tell. Odds are what they are, you know. Every every pundit can say what they want, you know, and certainly I can predict whatever I want, and anything in the opposite can happen. However, uh, you know, knowing what Vegas knows and the people they employ there, you know, to to make the odds and everything else. Uh, and then the being fairly consistent and reliable over the years, um, if it only moves you slightly and you're still not the favorite to win your division, you see what I'm saying? That's why I just question it a little bit.
1: Well, I, so I, I, I hate, think, I, hate, I think that, uh, being yeah. the fourth team in that division, um, yeah. it sounds worse than it is. No, um, I, I agree. I think, uh, I think it's a really tight race there, um. They're just, you know, one bad throw, one one careless run with a fumble away from a team like the Raiders being fourth place and being second place in that division. Um, hmm. And I, I mean, we've got uh, three wild card teams these days. It's it's hard to imagine, but it's not impossible that everybody in the AFC West gets into the playoffs.
0: It certainly almost happened last year. Um, yeah. You know, so, so, so
1: I think uh, I think they're doing what they have to, to to not, you know, because they they made moves these last few years trying to get back into it, back into relevancy, and without a move like this one, it's all for nothing. So I I think that they're doing the right thing here. And, you know, if, if they weren't going to bring Devontae Adams in to try and compete in this ridiculously stacked division, what what else can they do, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: They, yeah. They're they not going to – I mean, right now we're in a league where, you know, the Broncos, they won the lottery. Nobody else in that division is going to improve their quarterback as much as, as the Broncos did so you got to look elsewhere to uh, to make those those big leaps forward with your roster, and, and this is a big leap forward for them.
0: Yeah, but I mean, I, I don't I don't disagree with you. But let me ask you this, right? <clears throat> Take hostage. <laughs> what if, what if? Okay, so if you put all four quarterbacks one to four in that division, right? Derek Carr's four, arguably,
1: arguably, uh, yeah. not even arguably,
0: he is, he is, right. Well, and I so mean,
1: going into the season, yeah. I wouldn't okay. be surprised if we saw Justin Herbert as the number four quarterback. Um, there's even a world where Russell Wilson isn't the old Russell Wilson anymore. Um, but uh, but if we're if we're betting on it, if we're laying odds, odds are Derek Carr is and will continue to be the number four quarterback
0: in that division. Okay, so and we know that quarterbacks basically uh, in the regular season don't nearly have don't have. Well, they, they're impactful uh, and arguably they're the most important position in any sport, blah, 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 right? The old, all the cliches. However, <laughs> when we get to the playoffs, right, they become exponentially more important uh, for a lot of reasons. There's the difference between you making a Super Bowl and not, right? Sure. And so I don't, I, you know, I, I just look at the Raiders and I'm thinking first-year head coach Josh McDaniels, okay, you know, going to sound a little bitter here because he left New England high and dry. How dare you? You took Dave Ziegler, who would have been a great GM for Belichick, but I'll leave it I'll leave it aside. Um, you know, I I just uh I, I don't know, man. Their offensive line was terrible last year. They've done nothing to improve that. Devontae Adams is fine. Um dollars. 20, oh my god, for a receiver. You know, I, I said this what, is it last year? And I ripped apart receivers because I think they're kind of a waste of money. To some degree, I do. I do think that quite a bit. Um, you know, <laughs> they draft receivers in the third and fourth round all the time. They're major, major game changers. In fact, Adams was, was drafted in the fourth round. As though this is not proving my point. But um, you know, it's just I look at it, just saying like, man, you're going to pay twenty nine million dollars for receiver. You 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 have an uh, uh, arguably maybe outside the top ten cornerback. He's like twelve thirteen in the NFL. Needed a kind of an upgrade to that position. Um I don't know. You get an offensive line that's very questionable. I think the money and the picks could have been allocated elsewhere. I don't, I'm not in love with the I'm not in love with the trade. I'm just not. Just not. I think Devontae Adams is a good player. I just look at him as, you know, Aaron Rodgers made some absolutely incredible throws to that he benefited off of, as any receiver would, right? Um right, right. No, yeah, we'll, I d we'll see, haven't we'll see seen him season, but before.
1: I I think yeah. uh I think Devontae Adams is gonna still be uh you know I think he's still a first round fantasy pick. Even even on the Raiders.
0: Yeah. Time will tell. <laughs> and you'll have to wait till that episode. That's gonna be like June or July. That's the only, <laughs> that's a <the only> way. <laughs> he's down the road. That's a little foreshadowing. Um so I if I had to grade this trade, I would say um C plus, this is C plus for me.
1: Uh, it's A minus for me, dog.
0: For for the Raiders. For the Raiders. Okay, Packers side. I'm gonna give it. Uh, they got first, and second round pick, and don't have to pay this guy, and go out and draft his replacement, and then probably sign somebody else. I like a B.
1: Yeah, I agree with that would be yeah,
0: B. Good good value for Monte Adams. Oh yeah, you know, and he was he wasn't gonna play for him, and he they gave him the same contract like. Okay, we did everything we could. Uh, no, you know, and, and, and this I goes mean, and
1: that's, you know, you, you've, you you our listeners I think know that yeah. uh, outside the realm of my own division, I'm I'm almost always a, an optimist. I give I, you know, I I take the perspective of the team and the players and the fans that we're discussing and I look on the bright side. Um, there's a chance that this is Julio Jones to the Titans. That's that's what this could be. Uh, oh yeah. I just, uh, I'm just not predicting it. Of course, I, I predicted Julio Jones to the Titans to be a big deal too, and that turned out to be a complete bust for them. Um, yeah, that was unfortunate. And on top of it, uh, A.J. Brown didn't have much of a season either. At least not until the very end. Um, so, uh, so it, it is possible that. So yeah, basically, what I'm saying is, if if this doesn't work out for the Raiders. And I'm not saying if it doesn't move them into the top of their division, the top two, top three of their division, they could they could have this work out and still finish fourth in that division because that's how good the, the division is. But if they don't get real elite production out of Carr to Adams, then this was a huge mistake because they are they did spend a lot on him.
0: Let me ask you this: um, you know going back to the Packers and last, probably last thing about Dante Adams here, I, it's not about him, but more or less about the organization of green Bay. And I think we've both done, it, we've basically made this a green Bay podcast over the last year, um, to <laughs> be honest. <laughs> I mean, it, it might as well be, um, I want to just point out though, and I, I have done this several times, the lack of ownership, not having an owner, not like lack of ownership, meaning the owner does nothing. There's no owner, you know, and I've no I've noted before how good ownerships, um, Tend to level a lot of things out in the organizations and bring a, a level of respect and integrity and in dealing with players, you know, on a one to one basis. You know, you've seen Robert Kraft, you've seen a lot of owners over the NFL, in the NFL over the years. You know, um, uh, you know, Pat, uh, Mr. B up in Denver was a big big factor in his his team. If the Packers had an owner or some sort of something resembling it, right? Do you think this Devonte Adams situation would happen the way it did? Oh, I. <laughs> I have no idea. Um, Give me, a
1: take. Give it, me well, a take. I mean, it really depends on. I mean, you're, you're asking me to speculate on a person that doesn't exist. <laughs> <What kind> of,
0: <laughs> I want. There, I there's want so you... many
1: different types of owners <laughs> in the NFL. You know.
0: I no. I know that. I guess you know. Just humor me here, right? If there was somebody who could step in, and had integrity, and was halfway decent, and could could at least talk to Devontae Adams, right? Um. And even with the franchise, and not even franchise tag, just sign him or let him test the market and still sign him, right? That's what good owners do. Um, do you think this would have played out differently? Maybe. I mean,
1: it, I mean, I mean, the the owner would have to just say, you know, we're not going to let this guy leave, and making him offer he, he can't refuse, but. uh yeah, I, I mean, I I do think that Green Bay letting Devontae Adams go, he, he, they they did give good value for him, but I think that's a mistake for the Packers, which is yeah. why I'm I'm just thrilled with this trade. Sure, sure. <laughs> I think yeah, I think this was a win for the rest of the NFC North. I really do.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, definitely the NFC keeps getting weaker, and teams like no no wonder Tom came back. Like, no wonder. He's like, oh, my God. Like, there's there's literally, like, you can smell blood. And certainly, like, that's all there is in NFC outside of L.A. right now is yeah. blood. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm just curious because I can't help but think, like, if they had somebody that could step in with the negotiations and just kind of just sit down. And somebody who, has, who had, like, a real stake in, in the ownership of the team, there would be some, you know, like, the owners are like, they're not like, most of them aren't dummies. Most of them, some of them are, though, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Some of them are. Um, I can't help but think of, you know, like, the cons in Jacksonville and, like, even the Browns up in – is it the Browns? No, no. Whoever owns – Haslam owns in uh, Cleveland, I think, Jimmy Haslam. No, no, that's New York. The The, the Jets. The Browns own the
1: Browns. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Well, no, it's (laughs) it's, – Paul Brown's son owns the Bengals. It's like Mike oh, Brown or gotcha, something like that. Gotcha. So yeah, I got I got confused there. My bad. So yeah, Ohio it makes up since and
1: in Cleveland all the time. It'll happen less often now that they're both <laughs> relevant again. But yeah, well, uh, they used to be interchangeable AFC duds.
0: <laughs> right, that was the NFL right. I grew up with. Yeah. Likewise. Um, I you know it's just I can't help but think you know what if Robert Kraft was in there? What if? Even just a halfway decent owner, like I think I can't remember the guy's name in Seattle, like Schneider. No, that's the GM. It doesn't matter what the guy, that guy, or like you know the guy in LA. Um, <laughs> you know, like maybe there'd be something there. Right. Maybe there'd be something there, but we'll never know. Well, I'm just it, here it to, certainly I'm here to takes, takes a little
1: bit of the wind out of. Uh... Aaron Rodgers' sales. When it comes to the whole, uh, you know, it's not about money; it's about winning. And I want, right? I want the players around me that I want. Then I'd be surprised if you heard that from him anytime soon, because nobody'd be buying it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And it's like Green Bay's like just go out and win. (laughs) You know, like now you have to prove it that you can do it without like these super elite elite players. You know, we'll we'll see what happens, man. It's going to get interesting. Four picks in the top sixty. Drafts going to be very entertaining this year. Uh, you know we're not dumb at trades. <laughs> no, we're not. I think the draft no, is we're be not. laden the, with trades. The, yeah, the, there's so
1: many things. Uh, we're we're not even gonna have time to discuss all the trades that have happened no. this last week, and there are so many
0: good ones. Yeah. Um, so b- right, right, and we're basically gonna just talk about the the top top subjects here. We'll pick up everything else next week on a micro level um, in terms of looking at certain signings we think are gonna be impact, and maybe ones you kind of just didn't really think a lot of when you saw Um, and uh, we'll give our analysis there, but moving on to a a potential impact situation um, that we all were wondering how it was going to end or how it was going to kind of come out. And it turns out, um, you know, Deshaun Watson didn't isn't facing any criminal charges, isn't going to court and he's going to play football next season.
1: Yeah. um, I mean, wow. The the only reason this isn't more shocking is because it was, endlessly speculated on for a year at this point um it's only been a little over a year since the allegations came out i believe um so it uh it it just was talked about so much um it's still kind of hard to believe that that uh he'll be back under center next season but uh but that's what it's looking like and uh let me ask you this with, with our conversation we just had about blood in the water in the NFC. Um, more than likely, he's going to end up on some team in the NFC South is what it sounds like. Um, does uh, does this right away put whatever team he lands on in the top,
0: top three or four teams in the NFC? Hmm. You know, I was thinking about this earlier when I heard the news. Uh, This was yesterday it happened. But, like, uh, was it? God, so much happened, I don't even know what day this came up. I think it was, like, two days ago. Um, Here's his – okay, so here's the choice of (laughs) the teams he's going to go to. All of them in the NFC South. Cleveland's out, by the way. You know, no surprise there. They were in. Now they're out. New Orleans, uh, Carolina, or Atlanta. If he goes to any of those teams, right, the only team I can see – propelling themselves into, like, a top five category. Let's go at the same I don't time think it would.
1: Let's go at the same time here because I also to okay. see one.
0: Okay, one, two, three. The same. Carolina Panthers. Oh, man. Whoa. Okay. <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. I think – let me just go off for a second here. Carolina, excellent defense, super athletic. Um, I like their back end of their safeties a lot. Both of them are really young. That's uh, with Jeremy Chin and um, they had Dante Jackson. Shaq Thompson, they got a really good defensive line. Derek Brown's really good. Uh Christian McCaffrey, they have DJ Moore. Um, Curtis Samuel. No, Curtis Samuel's not Washington. Sorry. Um they got they just got some good pieces. They got a good offensive line. I think that if he if, if he goes to Carolina, they're a top five team. I
1: that's I, I'm inclined to agree with you. I personally I like the roster a little bit more in New Orleans. I think they're really just, I mean, both teams are really just missing a quarterback, but uh, New Orleans also has just a little bit more of a recent culture of winning. Um, But what I think is interesting is that neither one of us said Atlanta, and that, as far as I can tell, is the front runner for where he's expected to land.
0: Right. You know, Atlanta seems like the one of the, it seems like well, the best fit for him is that fair to say
1: it 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 sounds that way when you yeah. when you hear about how he you know he grew up in the area he was a ball boy there I think in high school right. Um, right. so things like that I think uh, they said you know he has a relationship with the owner going back to being a ball boy there um, but uh, but man it, the 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 Atlanta Falcons are not of these three teams, the Atlanta Falcons aren't the ones that are hurting for a good quarterback, uh, at least not as much as the other two. Um, You know, they've had maybe not, uh, you know, maybe Matt Ryan isn't in that top tier, but I'd put him right up there with somebody like Kirk Cousins. Um, And so, you know, to have him land on the, what I'm going to call the least quarterback desperate of those three teams, uh, to me, that means he's got the less – the lesser chance of of propelling that roster into that elite space where you're
0: competing for a Super Bowl. It, I mean, why why do we believe Deshaun Watson can do that
1: though? But mostly because of things he did over a year ago now. Um he he his his when he was on in Houston, he looked like he could be a future perennial MVP. Um and so, you know, and again, it could be the the you know because of how quarterback-starved this league is. Uh, maybe we we build guys like Deshaun Watson up in our minds in terms of what a difference they could make on a good roster. Um, but I I just don't think that that's the situation in Atlanta compared to New Orleans or Carolina. Those teams are much more you know built for. We're just a quarterback away. Um, more so than the than the Falcons, I feel.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. I I think that's a good that's a good take. Um, you know that the, the yeah the, court, the they're so starved. I mean, like a team like you know Washington had to pay two third round picks for Carson Wentz. You know, like whereas in any other uh, year in the NFL <laughs> over the last thirty, he would probably just get cut or traded for like a sixth or seventh round pick. You know, right. right. So it's a, it's a good take. Um, I just can't help but think, like, what has Deshaun Watson done that would make me think that, like, now this team's an NFC Championship Super Bowl contender? You know what I mean? Like, he's good. I think he's really good. You know, is he top 10? I, I think so. I think so. I'm not, like, really confident in saying that either, you know? I mean, was he really good in 2020? See, 4,900 yards, 33 touchdowns, 7 receptions. The team was 4 and twelve. So he was throwing a lot, you know, because they were right. behind all the time. Yeah. Um, and it was COVID year, you know, no. uh, so everybody well, threw for a so, bajillion yards.
1: So here's here's so, the way, cause, because of what you just said with those stats and then the team record, does it, it almost feels like you're describing Matthew Stafford with the Lions. Uh, oh, no, I I agree. You know what I mean? So like, like if Matthew Stafford can end up on a team like the Rams, who, I mean, to, to the Rams' credit, they had just been to a Super Bowl a couple of years before. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's not the same thing, but, you know, somebody like Matthew Stafford can find himself on the right roster. And all of a sudden he's a super bowl winning, uh, quarterback. Um, if in my mind, as much as I love Matthew Stafford, uh, I think Deshaun Watson has more potential. So, so I do think it's possible for him to, you know, he ends up on a team like the Panthers or the Falcons or the Saints. And that doesn't have to be the end of the story. You know, they can, you know, I'm not saying that every free agent in the league is going to want to go play for Deshaun Watson, but these, you know, these valuable free agents, they do want to, you know, they don't become high profile free agents without being in the league long enough to want to play for a team that's going to compete for a championship. So, it's possible that it, that any one of those teams in the AFC South could bring him in and then put the pieces in place to be competitive.
0: Yeah, I mean, of course, of course they could. They could make like a super team. They could sign all these guys out of nowhere, trade for another person. Realistically, though, like any team that gets Sean Watson is going to have to trade like three or four first round picks. <laughs> really? And look, oh, I would think so. Hmm. I would think so. Yeah, I mean, a twenty six year old quarterback who ever, people think are top ten quarter. I mean. <laughs> They're not. They're gonna. They're gonna have to trade at least three first round picks for him, I would think. Yeah, three. And maybe some three extra players. Right. Yeah, I mean, Denver gave up two first rounders for Russell Wilson, and a second rounder, and like a third and fourth, and three players. You know, so there's, there's. I mean, he he's got tremendous value. You know,
1: yeah, three three people. I don't know if they're all players.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> you know, going back to our discussion about the draft, I don't like Drew Lock. <laughs> Yeah, all well, right. <laughs> People, people's okay. Players are in quotations, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Shelby Harris, Noah fan. I mean, bus. I, I understand what you're saying. But gotcha, yeah. look, going back to our our discussion about the draft last year, you know, for, for those of you who want to go back and listen to some really uh, archaic uh, radio uh, audio, that's uh, episode like three or four, maybe even two of our of our discussion last year about the draft. Um, I mean, it's a, it, you could get a, a franchise quarterback. How many how many guys are you going to take with a first-round pick for a franchise quarterback? How many guys are you going to take? What, two or three before you get one? Maybe not at all. Before you can get something serviceable? So, like, what are first-round picks anyway? The Rams have proved that they're nothing. You know, I mean, basically, you get if right. you can get Jalen Ramsey, Matt Stafford, uh, insert, you know, good player here and you give a first-round pick, uh, the chances of you landing somebody of that quality are, especially where good, good teams pick at the end of the first round are, I don't know. I'm sure those odds aren't very good, you know, whatever they are. Now, and so well, like,
1: I, I know that right now, you know, recently, and especially this season, I feel, using your first-round pick to fix your quarterback problems is a huge roll of the dice. Right. Um, and, and and those, I feel like those dice are still rolling for Jacksonville. Uh, the book's not closed on whether or not Trevor Lawrence can be a great NFL quarterback, but it did not look good so far. Um, so you know, and and you know uh, what, Zach Wilson, a, a lot of these high drafted quarterbacks from last season that we were really excited about, uh, they're not making waves in the league the way uh, some of the other uh, positions drafted in the first round can, uh, so it's it's uh, it really it's hard to know. But man, uh, if you're sure that spending your first round picks on a proven quarterback is going to solve the quarterback problem, which I think the Broncos are, are you know, I, I I think that they made an amazing move. I think they're the envy of almost every franchise in the league right now, because almost every franchise in the league right now is looking for a Russell Wilson or a Deshaun Watson. Um, it, uh, I think it's
0: worth it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it sure is. And um, it's, it's weird. I, I'm not, why is it only three NFC teams? They're only going to train them to the NFC? Is that Houston's thinking? And why is it only NFC well, South?
1: I, I don't know. Um, okay. That, is that the only teams he
0: would prefer to go to or the only ones that are willing to give up that price? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what, what's the caveat here?
1: It, it, that's a great question. Um, yeah. Because it was kind of weird to see, you know, uh, you know, three NFC South teams and the Browns were the ones yeah, with the, in the, the mix. Browns. Um, so it's just, you know, it, it – I mean it makes sense that they don't want to trade him in the AFC and certainly don't want to trade him anywhere in the in the division. They'd be they'd be crazy to trade him inside the division. Um but uh oh Houston will do it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, yes. don't un, don't underestimate the the Houston Texans. Uh yeah. um, no, they'll do it. <laughs> but, but uh the, you know, the fact that there aren't any other NFC teams in the mix, you know, um it's it's a bit of a head scratcher, you know. Like, no, there aren't any NFC East teams that would, you know, move on from their guy for Deshaun Watson, the the Eagles, the the uh, Giants, the Redskins. None of them, you know, saw this as as uh, a viable option compared to people like uh, Carson Wentz and I don't even know the guy's name and in. in in uh, New York, off the top of my head, Jones, Matt Jones, yeah,
0: Daniel Jones, Daniel Matt Jones is Jones in
1: New England. Yeah. yeah, Mac. Mm-hmm. I said Matt. Uh, oh, but yeah, that oh. was too close that, to Mac. Close. Matt
0: Matt Jones was a receiver for Jacksonville, right? There you go. Yeah, but well, that uh, was like he was a white guy. Yeah, back in the late two thousands. Yeah. Anyway,
1: the point is, is like, yeah, it is a little strange that there aren't more NFC teams in the running, and that the the you know. I don't blame uh, Deshaun Watson for not wanting to go to the Browns. That that division is certainly getting stacked right now. I I don't. I, I think the the Ravens will be more competitive this year than they were last year. Um, the Steelers are making some good uh, offseason moves with free agency. Uh, yeah, the, and the Bengals went to the Super Bowl last year. So so from Deshaun Watson's perspective. Yeah, the NFC South looks a lot better, uh, even with Tom Brady coming back for another year. Uh, how many years are you going to have to play against Tom Brady in that division? Ho- you know, from Deshaun Watson's perspective, hopefully not more than one. So,
0: yeah, true. Well, <clears throat> tell you what, I would I would have to imagine based on what I'm reading here um, is that the, the there should be a trade by the end of this week or possibly next week. So there, there could be uh,
1: a, a trade by the time we get off the by the time we yeah, that was, this podcast.
0: God, emergency podcast, emergency, <laughs> right. emergency podcast. Yeah, so we'll keep an eye on it and we'll pick it up next week. I assume we'll have a lot to talk about next week about this. That's that's my oh, gut feeling. There's tip. moves going. Matt Ryan's boat roster bonus got pushed out uh, from Friday to Tuesday uh, of next week, um, so he's due eight million dollars that day because probably they're going to try to trade him. I would have to imagine. Um, so you, you got to figure this is going to happen real soon. and Right.
1: So the, I yeah. think one of the interesting things, and, and I am hearing this talked about uh, uh, different places, but uh, when a trade is worked out for Deshaun Watson, uh, I think it'll have a bit of a domino effect, especially if he ends up where people think he's going to end up in Atlanta. Because then Matt Ryan is going to get traded somewhere, and... And, you know, it could become a real domino effect with quarterbacks because um, there are plenty of teams that would see Matt Ryan as, a, as an upgrade, and some of those teams have quarterbacks that other teams would see as upgrades. Um, so it'll be – I'm, I'm excited for the fallout from wherever Deshaun Watson lands because um, uh, you got to think that, that there will definitely be a, a domino effect there.
0: No question. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll see what happens next week. That's what we're going to do. We're going to pick it up next week. I'm sure we'll have something to talk about, and we'll spend the whole show talking about Aaron Rodgers instead. Um, so going, <laughs> <laughs> going to uh, free agency, because golly, there's been other things going on this week. We've mentioned free agency only by name, but not by context. We really only have 10 minutes to talk about it. So uh, Trevor, I'm going to give you three names. We're going to talk about them as, basically as quickly and as uh, I don't know, efficiently as we can. How much more time can I can I spend talking about the guy's name before I even get to him? Vaughn Miller, going to Buffalo, six years, $120 million. 51.5 um, guaranteed at signing, which means it's like a one-year or maybe two-year $51 million contract. That's what it is. All right. Um, so Buffalo, this is trying to get a new, new stadium, and uh, been bounced out of the playoffs by Kansas City two years in a row. Go ahead.
1: So I, I again, I, I applaud the Bills for for trying to, to make moves. Um, they're very competitive in their division, but uh, you know they've they've had hiccups in the playoffs. And uh, we saw this year what Von Miller can still do when he plays for a team that can play with a lead, which is which is when you get value out of players like Von Miller. They can really just go after the quarterback. Um, it's hard for guys like Von Miller to rack up impressive sack stats when you're always playing from behind and the other team can run the ball the second half. Um, so I do think that he could turn out to be a big difference maker for the bills, especially if he's healthy in the playoffs. Um, all that being said, I feel like they're paying a little too much for him. Um, and there you have it. That that's, that's me being quick
0: on that one. Six years, 120. Um, boy, boy, uh, I think it said 51 million guaranteed at signing. Uh, that's a lot of money. It's I a mean, lot of money. Good <laughs> <laughs> Lord. I think the only thing I can really say is you don't risk anything. I mean, you know, the, the contract's voidable after two years, basically. So you, you don't risk anything, really, by signing them. If anything, if he puts you over the top, you go to the Super Bowl, you go to the AFC Championship game again. You know, I think they would be pretty upset if they only went to the AFC championship game, but if they go to the Super Bowl and they win, or if they're even there, you know, what can you say then? I mean, well, it, I, mean, I don't if, like the...
1: If it results yeah. in a Super Bowl appearance, then it was money well spent, but that's a big right. if, especially it's a big in the if. AFC. The AFC is so well, competitive right now. It, so. It's an arms race, absolutely,
0: yeah. and at the end of the day, it's, um, you know, the AFC is going to beat the crap out of themselves with the amount of good teams, and... Players that are going over there, it's just going to be tight. I imagine we'll get another NFC winner this year because of it. They'll just kind of pick up the pieces like they did this this past year. I mean, Cincinnati that's got an
1: interesting thing. You know, there's, you know, you you know. I, I have a, a working theory that the AFC is so competitive that that whoever emerges to the Super Bowl has been through the gauntlet. Um, yeah. So it's it's just it, it's almost a disadvantage by the time you get to the. To the playoffs and and the, the the Buccaneers or the Rams have just kind of rolled their way in, um,
0: absolutely. Yeah. So
1: so yeah, I, I see your point there.
0: Yeah, they just they're just fresher and like they're just ready. they have all their players and they're ready to go. <laughs> you know, it's that's what I'm going to have to imagine will happen. Um, J C Jackson going to the Los Angeles Chargers, five years, eighty two and a half million. Mister Int or the garbage man, as Bill Belichick calls him, called him, called him, called him calls him. I don't know. Um, what do you think about that that deal? Probably like the, the second best free agent available going to to Chargers who are just loading up right now for yeah, uh, ice, another I, arms race.
1: I already felt that uh, you know the the thing that set the Chargers apart in in last year's playoff run was the defense that they that you know they were the most balanced of these you know NFC teams
0: competing for a Super Bowl. Um, Los La- Angeles Chargers. Yeah, AFC.
1: Sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, sorry, Chargers. I'm thinking Rams. It's um, okay. <laughs> so the Chargers. Gosh, yeah. The Chargers. The the AFC. Why does West, LA have two teams? Nobody oh knows. my goodness. The AFC yep. West is it's incredible right now. The amount of uh, of talent that's just flocking to this division um, because every team there can convince people that they're got a chance to to go on a Super Bowl run. Um, so yeah, the Chargers. Man. Uh, yeah, and didn't they uh, didn't they beef up their D line too?
0: Uh, Khalil Mack. Yeah.
1: There you go. There, so that's what I mean. Yeah, the the Chargers are. I, I like this move a lot because uh, obviously, you know, the, we keep talking about the arms race. Um, all these amazing high powered offensive units. Um, assuming Russell Wilson uh, picks up where he left off in, in Denver and and can compete like that. Uh, I think uh, it's never been more important to try and balance that out and bring in, you know, big talent on the other side of the on the other side of the football field, the other side of the scrimmage line. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that's a fantastic move by the Chargers.
0: Um, you know, here's the thing. I, the only question I have, and we've gone over this before. I, I, you know, we, we were previewing some of the, the the free agents. I think we were talking about guys who could potentially get franchise tagged one one week. Um, my concern, even though I knew the New England Patriots weren't going to pay this guy, they just don't, they don't pay anybody hardly. I mean, that's not true. They do pay people, but not like, you know, I Bill Belichick's pretty, pretty shrewd when it comes to paying some of these guys. Like I'd rather be a, a year early than a year late kind of deal. Um, right, right. JC Jackson, 25 interceptions the last three years. I mean, what can you say? NFL leader in that, that category, um, can't help but feel like he was the beneficiary of a lot of, um, just bad passes and like really good man uh sorry zone coverage in the secondary by New England and whatnot and and scheme um you know if New England doesn't want to pay him though even even if we know that they wouldn't if New England knows he's their number one cornerback it's they're gonna be worse without him, and they didn't want to pay him
1: so this, this what is,
0: is what does that mean so what does there's, that mean?
1: there's a couple ways to look at it i I see where you're coming from the other yeah. thing is that uh because, because these teams in the AFC West are so stacked that I feel like when they're matched up against each other, that's when you're most likely to see a mistake from uh, Russell Wilson, a mistake from, from uh, Patrick Mahomes or, or Derek Carr uh, you know, trying to keep in a, a high-scoring, back-and-forth type of game. And so it really comes down to J.C. Jackson being opportunistic when those opportunities come around. And I think uh, you know, an interception—I've already said it in this podcast—an interception in one of these division matchups could be a, a, a season decider. Um, so I, I think uh, I don't—I don't think he's going to have the same amount of uh, of impact that he that he had in New England in that division um or at least not on a a week-to-week basis but it's only going to take two maybe three really clutch plays for this to be a move that was worthwhile
0: yeah i see what you're saying and so it's definitely worth the the money he's a you know he's a good player i'm not denying that um i just i just wonder you know and it's not like i'm not saying like no te- no players ever like gone away from new england and not achieved success it's happened uh, you, oh has it yeah no, by nobody notably i want to mention so uh they we've already mentioned this podcast he doesn't need his name mentioned again okay so uh, in fact a few of them have and they're on that same team so um i just can't help but feel like you know this happened with Asante Samuel. This happened with uh, what Darrelle Revis left New England. Even though it was one season, to keep to leave left New England. You know I, these corners, man. Belichick can find them. Uh, Malcolm Butler too. I, I can't forget him. Um, you know they they he finds them. They get paid, and they just don't look the same. It's he's got a really um, a really good influence on that on, on secondaries and developing guys. Oh, well, put him in I right mean, places
1: absolutely you know uh, nobody no I mean nobody who knows what they're talking about is going to deny that right that, uh, beyond being a fantastic head coach Belichick is just a, a defensive mastermind um, yep. so I, I mean when when you see these good uh, secondary uh, players uh, go somewhere else make more money and have a uh, less impressive stat sheet uh, I don't think anybody should be surprised.
0: Right, right, true, true. Um, so, we'll, we'll uh, we got a lot to talk about free agency, and there's so many players. We'll just basically have to make a list and go through them and talk about them, <laughs> you know, with the top 100 or something. Because otherwise, you know, there's just there was a lot of movement, and there's going to continue to be more, and it's going to be hard to delineate our news here, folks. So you got to bear with us. There's just it's free agency, and we're bound to be talking about this for weeks, most likely, up until the USFL starts.
1: Did, uh, did we even mention Allen Robinson? Did that one? No.
0: Um, give me a quick cut about Allen Robinson. Uh, 30 This is another
1: one that I really like. I mean, this is a a move within the NFC, but, uh, I think, you know, for the Rams to come out of the gate and be competitors next season, they, you know, uh, Odell Beckham Jr., whether he stays with the team or not, isn't going to be ready to play until I think maybe October. Um, Robert Woods is uh, maybe going to be ready to go at the beginning of the season, and and it's unsure whether or not he'll be the the receiver he he was last year. So, bringing in someone like Allen Robinson to line up opposite Cooper Cup, I think that's that's a huge deal uh, for the Rams to stay competitive. And then you know, also there, there's just you don't have to worry about the Seahawks, in my opinion, like you did at the beginning of the year last year. Um, so I think uh, I think that's that's a big deal for anybody that's hoping the Rams can be good again this year and make another deep playoff run.
0: Yeah, no question. Like the deal a lot um, adds a number one receiver to that uh, to that crew alongside C- Cooper Cup. I mean, it's just going to keep him open and. Uh, fresh, you know, considering he got Lee, the guy had so much production last year. I don't know how he'll be healthy for the entire year this year, but yeah, I think that's um, a big part of the, the recipe
1: on offense is we got to have somebody that doesn't allow the other team to bottle up cup. Right. Um, right. And and I think Woods did that great. Uh, OBJ did that great and now it's Allen Robinson's turn. So
0: yeah, Absolutely. Um or if you if you will um uh, put a lid on a, on cup. <laughs> <laughs> anywho, uh, that's yeah, that's that's enough of that. So, um, anywho, that's our that's our analysis of three big deals and more. Uh, next week we'll get into more. I assume Deshaun Watson will be on the uh, will be back on the uh, the topic for discussion. And uh, football in general podcast. We're at football in general podcast on Instagram and Twitter uh, at uh, Bobby Line. Instagram. He's at Trev Geo on Instagram. Trevor, do you have anything? To leave the the people who are listening with in the earwax department.
1: Sweet! Go Razorbacks. Okay. Go
0: Razorbacks. Go Razorbacks. That's right. And NCAA tournament. The last thing I'll say is, um, you know, all you chicos out there, uh, R.I.P. Scott Hall. So. Um, big wrestling fan, Razor Ramon. Uh, if you're looking down, you're listening to Football in General podcast. You're bringing it up to Jesus in heaven. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Um, please give us a listen, give us a subscribe, a follow, a like. Um, yeah, tell us about your friends. Bring it to the dinner table. Help bring it to your your barbecues that are coming up in spring. It's a perfect thing that just put us on, put us on a loop, and you just listen from one to forty one. That's that's the that that is the the. The general gist here, I'm just trying to get you to keep investing in the podcast. You won't have shirts. We'll probably never have them, so don't don't count on that. But (laughs) um, just, just continue to listen, and we'll continue to provide the good content. Until then, we're out.